Hey friends, welcome to episode 62 of the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman and I am your confidence strategist here to help you figure out what your own kind of confidence looks like through mastering your own personal style, bringing your thoughts and beliefs about nutrition and movement into alignment with what you really want, and helping you practice self-acceptance so that you can embrace your true self and show up in your life how you want to, not how you think you should. On the show, we talk about shoulds often, and these are the limiting beliefs and stories that we tell ourselves to keep ourselves in our comfort zone, the zone of safety, because we have this thing in our brains called the reticular activating system. And this little system is butte, right? And anytime we try to make a step forward or to do something new, that system gets activated and pushes you back into what's familiar and safe and comfortable. Have you ever experienced this? Yeah? Where maybe you've tried a new diet and you're like, this time, this one, this is the answer. I'm going to do this thing. And maybe you do for a few weeks and then something happens and you get derailed. Matricular activating system. Maybe you are starting a new habit. You're like, you know what? I'm going to start journaling every day. I'm going to do this thing. And you maybe you do for a few days or even a few weeks. And then something happens. You get derailed. Bam. Matricular activating system. Maybe there is something that you are trying to really sink into your mind. Maybe it's an affirmation or a new way of seeing yourself. And you do it for a couple days. And then doubt creeps in or somebody says something and you get totally thrown off and you get flooded and you end up back where you were. Retricular activating system. And that is such a hard thing to overcome, especially when you're trying to make changes that you're doing in isolation, which is why groups are critical. And why I love doing small group programs because the rate of success is so much higher than when you're not working with anyone and you're just trying to do it by yourself. That is exhausting, friends, and not the way to go. Trust me on this one. I have worked with thousands of men and women over the last decade trying to make changes, especially when it comes to movement and nutrition. And if you try to do those on your own, it is exhausting. So all that to say... Come on over to the Captivatingly Confident Facebook community. You can find it by typing that in on Facebook. I couldn't make it any shorter, so (laughs) Captivatingly Confident Community. I know it's a lot to type. I'm really sorry. But there it is. Join the community. That's a great place to get support, ask questions, share your thoughts about anything that we talk about on the podcast. I want to know what you're thinking, and I want to be able to walk with you, and the Facebook group is the best place to get extra support as you're trying to implement these things that we're talking about on the show. Because if you've gone back and you've listened to some of the older episodes, there's a lot of stuff. Oh my goodness, there are so many episodes with so much rich information, but sometimes having the information is not everything, right? It's like when you say, I know what I should be doing. I just can't seem to do it. A lot of times that's because you need that community. You need that one-on-one support. And that is what Captivatingly Confident is all about. I started Captivatingly Confident in June of 2018, and I've run two successful group programs, and I offer one-on-one strategy consultations. 
I just totally tripped on my words there because I'm changing the verbiage of it. So I'm a confidence strategist, and I want to help you figure out strategically what needs to happen for you so that you can feel confident, which is a perfect segue into today's topic, what the heck is confidence, and why should I want it, why is it important, and why is it so hard to get? It feels like it's so fleeting. It comes and it goes. I feel like I have it in some areas, but not others. Like, what is this thing called confidence? And are we born with it? Do we find it later in life? What the heck is going on with confidence? So that's what today we're going to dive into. But first, I want to do a little plug here. So I have partnered with Beauty Counter, which is a safer skin company that does high-performing, amazing skincare and makeup. And I started using their stuff, I think roughly in, I would say like January hardcore. I signed up in November, having no intention of selling it whatsoever. I just wanted the discount, let's be honest, okay? Kim loves herself a good deal. Ask my husband, it's like my favorite thing in the world to score a good deal. So I joined And I was like, you know, I just want to try it. I I started for the sunscreen because I wanted a sunscreen that worked, that performed, that didn't have a ton of chemicals in it. And Beauty Counter bans 1,500 nasty chemicals from their products. The U.S. only bans 30. Yeah, I'll say it again. Beauty Counter bans 1,500 nasty ingredients. The U.S. only bans 30. It's insane. Their whole, like, just... Their whole mission on getting safer products into the hands of people and introducing legislation to get higher standards for the beauty care products that we do use is incredible. Ah, fangirl. Okay. I love it. So anyway, I started using their resurfacing peel, my acne scars and age spots and fine lines and huge pores. I noticed a huge difference in those within weeks of using this peel. And I don't like to overly promote specific products, but friends, I got to tell you about this stuff. It is insane. It works. I have my husband using it. I'm using it on my hands to help reduce some of the age spots on my hands. And I love it. I'm obsessed. So if you want to and you're interested, you want to try it, let me know. Send me an email, kim at captivatinglyconfident.com, or you can reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook, and I will send you a sample. And it is amazing. It'll change your life. I swear. I swear. And I have tried everything, like from the heavy chemical, like expensive creams and scrubs and washes and needly things. I've tried all that. And I've even gone to the other extreme of doing essential oils and all natural and nothing worked until beauty counter. So if you're like me and you just want something that works, girl, holler, this most likely will work for you. Granted, everybody's skin is different and I am not a skin expert at all, but I know it worked for me and it's working for the people that I've given it to. So let me know. Uh, All that to say, their site is having you 15% off sale today. I don't know how long it lasts, but if you want to go to beautycounter.com backslash Kim Ludeman, you can shop, check out what they have. I'm obsessed with everything. If you have questions, send me a message and let me know and I'm happy to chat about it. Okay, I tried to keep that as short as I could. So, confidence. What are we even talking about? So if you look it up online, you will see that the definition says that confidence is a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. 
Let me read it again. A feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. So that is our standing definition. I really like it because I feel like you can interpret this a few different ways. And the way that I kind of boil it down is that it's basically a knowing that you are awesome, that you are worthy, that you are created, and that you are powerful and intelligent, and that you are a bad you-know-what. I think we have kiddos listening, so I try to keep it clean on the show, but that you are amazing. And it's just a feeling of, it's just knowing that. And that can be hard because there are times that we don't always feel that. We don't always believe that. Maybe you've never believed that. Maybe you're like, well, that's not me. But it is. It is you. You are all those things. But what happens is, is that somewhere along the way, things happen to us, right? Abuse, trauma, relationships that don't go how we would like them to go. Emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, religion, life, school, bullies, kids are mean. And we learn all of these stories and beliefs and thoughts about ourselves from these places, people, and events. And they shape us. And they, in a lot of ways, determine whether or not we feel worthy, if we feel beautiful, if we believe that we are intelligent, created powerhouses of amazingness. And part of my passion and job is helping women uncover what it is that those are, right? Becoming aware of the stories, beliefs, rules that you live by that keep you stuck, that get that retricular activating system triggered. What are those things for you? My friend, I'm calling her my friend now because... (laughs) We're tight. In my mind, we're tight. Mary Hyatt, who I did episode 60 with, she is incredible. She's a life and business coach. She does, um, oh, what's it called? Hold on. She's a body love advocate, and she's also a doTERRA presidential diamond. But she's awesome, and she does these weekly YouTube live shows. And she's just phenomenal. If you haven't listened to episode 60 with Mary Hyatt, you got to pause this one. You got to go back. You got to listen to it. It's amazing. But essentially now she's my friend. Um, I fangirled super hard because I have been watching her for years and I love, love, love everything that she stands for. So to have her on the show was like, oh my gosh. She was like my Michelle Obama. Okay. It was a big deal. But she says, confidence to me is believing that no matter what flaws you have, You are still worthy of love, and you walk with the knowledge that you are lovable. Confidence is birthed out of your soul and not your ego. It says, no matter what happens, I am loved. Confidence is knowing that our lovability and our worthiness is not dependent on what anyone thinks of us. I'm going to read that again. Confidence is knowing that our lovability and our worthiness is not dependent on what anyone thinks of us. It is not open to negotiation, and it is a feeling that the certainty that we are unconditionally loved. There is nothing we can do to lose it, and nothing we can do to earn it. 
you, I'm going to insert here, you don't have to try harder. And when we operate from that place, whoa, watch out world, everything opens up. So all of that from the, ma- the lovely Mary Hyatt. See, I'm still fangirling. I'm like tripping all over myself. She just is brilliant, right? Confidence is believing that no matter what flaws you have, you are still worthy of love. And you walk with that knowledge. And so her take on confidence is that it's something that you, you learn and you, you practice. You practice confidence. And while I absolutely agree with that, I also think that confidence is a choice. It's a choice to feel confident. Just like it's a choice to feel sexy. Like your sexiness has nothing to do with your physical body. It has nothing to do with what anybody says about your body or what you think about your body. It is a choice. You choose to feel sexy. And what you do with it from there is your choice. But you choose that for yourself. You choose it whether you're feeling flabby or toned, whether you're feeling thin or thick, whether you're feeling tired or energetic, whether you're feeling in touch or a little bit spacey. Like, it is your choice. And the same is true for confidence. That it is your choice. But first, before you can choose that, you have to, one, be aware of what it is that you possess and what you have inside of you that makes you confident. So that means that you've got to do some awareness work. I love talking about awareness because it is the foundation for all the things that you want to do in this life. If you are not aware of what is awesome about you and what holds you back, you cannot move forward. You absolutely will stay stuck. That is a fact. You have got to practice awareness, which means practicing some intentionality. Practicing space for yourself. Time to put things down to paper. Time to sit and let emotions take up some space in your life. And this requires commitment, and it requires a certain level of, what do I even want to call it? I don't even know. It requires a certain amount of like chutzpah, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I just pulled that out. A little bit of chutzpah. You know what I'm saying? Like a a little bit of, yeah, I'm going to do this work because I'm worth it. Because my family's worth it. Because it's worth it for me to show up how I want to in my life, not how I think I should. Tired of living by the shoulds. The shoulds, by the way, are any statement that comes into your brain where you're finding yourself thinking or saying, I can't, I shouldn't, I should, I have to, I must. These are should statements. This language is typically based in beliefs about yourself that come from what we talked about earlier. Trauma, parents, teachers, relationships, friends, these things that we interpret and we place on ourselves. Example, when I was growing up, I was told by pretty much everybody that I was too much, too strong, too opinionated, too bossy, too loud, too big physically, too emotional. I was too much all the time. I heard that. I heard that from everybody, by the way, my friends, my parents, my teachers, and that caused me to want to shrink. 
and make myself small. And for years and years and years, that's what I practiced and that's what I did. I tried to make myself so, so, so much smaller. And it wasn't until after my mom passed away when I was 19 that I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. I am not going to live by these shoulds. And it's been a freedom process the last 15 years of uncovering, oh my gosh, like what do I believe about myself? And what do I want to believe about myself? And kind of letting go of what doesn't serve me. And that's what you get to do. You get to identify the stories, the beliefs, the lies, the rules that are keeping you stuck. That are holding you back from being able to believe that you are worthy. That you are intelligent. That you are created. That you are loved. That you are worthy of everything that you desire. You are worthy of it. You deserve it. Not because you've earned it. Not because you've worked hard enough for it, but because you are created. You are a child of God. Whatever God means to you, we can't argue that there is a God. I mean, we can. We can argue that. But for the purposes of this episode and this podcast, there is a God. And he created you. And by that, your divine right is a worthiness to be loved and to love yourself. Which, if you grew up any way like I did, I grew up in a really ultra-conservative Christian church and family where practicing self-love was a big no-no because you practice other love. You thought of other people first, you served other people first, and it wasn't about you. And so this whole idea of like self-love is not something that I've always known and practiced, no, no, but it's something that I've learned and I practice. And I teach because it's so incredibly freeing when you let go of these rules, these shoulds, these beliefs, when you can call them out, when you can name them, and you can get the heck, get the heck rid of them. (laughs) That's my new phrase. Get the heck rid of them. I mean, get them out. Let them go. They don't serve you. They hold you back from being who you truly are. And the flip side of that, so once you've done that work of uncovering what it is that holds you back, P.S., if you want like a practical, like how do I even start to identify these, take a notebook, like a little baby-sized notebook, with you wherever you go for the next like five days. And anytime you have a thought, we're using the words can't, have to, must, shouldn't, can't, I already said can't, can't, shouldn't, have to, must. Yeah, those ones. Anytime you catch yourself with one of those thoughts, write it down. Write it down. I did this exercise 10 years ago for my therapist, and I came back after a week with seven typed out pages of shoulds. Yeah, that's what'll happen when you grow up being told you're too much. You got lots of stuff under there, and so do you, friend. And that's okay. That doesn't make you crazy. That doesn't make you unworthy. That doesn't make you a horrible human being. That makes you flawed. Hi, welcome. We all are. Yeah, yeah. You're in good company. We're all flawed, but we're all worthy. And you're worthy too. And so once you do that work of uncovering what it is that you really believe and the the stories, and I would say even maybe lies that you believe, these shoulds as to how you should be living, you can then start to practice that self-acceptance. 
that self-appreciation, you can start to say, okay, so if that's not true, if I'm not too much, what the heck am I? Am I enough? Am I just the right amount? Hmm. Am I passionate? Am I driven? Am I a good listener? Am I a loyal friend? What is it for you? You get to start becoming aware of the amazing things, your own unique abilities and qualities that give you that feeling of self-assuredness, that feeling of, yeah, this is me. One of the things I love and I highly recommend doing is looking at the nine Enneagram types. Enneagram is spelled E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. Enneagram. It's incredible. And it's a, it's, I don't want to say personality tool. It's so much more than that, but it's a, it's a personality test basically. And it gives you your dominant type. Everybody types into a dominant type. I'm a three. My husband is a nine and my best friend is a four. And I I love looking at this because it helps me relate to them and understand them better and understand myself. It is so, it is the best one by far. I love it more than Myers-Briggs. I love it more than anything else out there. Enneagram is incredible. So understanding who you are, what makes you you, and really owning that, right? It's about knowing and it's about feeling that, that those things are unconditional. These things are incredible that you are amazing and incredible, that you are worthy of feeling confident, that you're worthy of feeling sexy, that you're worthy of feeling empowered, that you're worthy of feeling like you're enough. Because spoiler alert, you are. You're enough. Just as you are right now, you don't have to try harder. You don't have to work harder. You are worthy just as you are right now. It doesn't matter what's happened to you in the past. It doesn't matter what's happening to you now. You are enough. But what beliefs are you hanging on to that immediately pop up and say, no, that's not true, Kim? Because I know that you have those thoughts. I know you're on the defensive because I'm telling you things that are true and things that are contrary to maybe what you've believed your whole life. And you, you're not sure. You're like, well, maybe, I don't know. I don't think so. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to spend some time Listing out the things that make you, you. The things that are innate to you. And this is why I love the Enneagram because it lists a lot of the different traits of the nine types. Start there. If you're like, I'm coming up blank, I can't, I I don't even know where to start. Start there and pull from that list. And as you practice this self-acceptance as you practice embracing your true self, who you are, not who you've been told that you are, but who you really are, you can start to practice that confidence. Again, it's, it's a choice, but it's also something that you learn and you learn it through uncovering what it is that's holding you back and learning awareness so that you can practice living it out so that you can walk into a room of people and not feel like you are the biggest, loudest, dumbest person in the room. Because we do this, right? Walk into a room, kind of do the comparison of like, okay, well, where do I hide? No, no. You walk into that room and you're like, 
I'm kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm a big deal. Not because of what I've earned, not because of what I do, but because of who I am. Because I am created and I am worthy and I am enough. And as you practice that and you say it to yourself, you got to say it, by the way, every single day. You have to remind yourself because what you look for is what you will see. And if you are looking for your flaws, you will find them. You'll find them easily, more easily than you will find the positives. We are born with a negativity bias. It's stupid. That's why it's easier to believe and think about and dwell on negative things than it is the positive. But when you start to move your way out of that and you see yourself differently, that is confidence. That's what it is. And you choose it. You can choose to have confidence. You can practice that. It's something that you learn and practice and choose on a minute-by-minute basis. I think that we often think confidence is like this thing that you achieve. It's like, well, I've lost enough weight or I've given enough public speaking addresses or I've done enough dishes, like now I'm confident. I've raised enough kids, now I'm confident. It doesn't work that way especially with weight. If you're waiting to feel confident X number of pounds from now, you will be waiting a very long time. Like that is the nature of the beast. Weight loss does not equal confidence. It doesn't. Realizing your amazingness, your abilities, your essence, that is confidence. That's where it comes from. And that's what you get to practice. You choose it. It is not a static state. It is not something that you arrive at. You're like, da-da-da-da, I'm confident. No, no. (laughs) No. It's like loving your partner, right? You choose to love your partner on a minute-by-minute sometimes basis. You choose to love your kids. You choose to love your friends. You also have to choose to love yourself. And when you start to do that, when you start to step into your confidence, when you take that choice and you're like, you know what? Yeah, I choose this. I choose to believe that I am worthy, that I am awesome. And it's not an arrogance thing. I want to throw this in there because I feel, I feel your objections right now. And I know that you're probably thinking, but Kim, that's just arrogance. No, it's not. I think our world needs more confident women. I think that arrogance is believing that you are the bee's knees. I was trying to think of a non-cuss word there, sorry. That you are all that in a bag of chips and ain't nobody else that compares to you. That's arrogance. Confidence invites other people into it. Confidence says, hey, I'm amazing and so are you. And I'm going to step into my confidence. I'm going to let my confidence radiate because by doing that, I am allowing you to radiate in your own confidence. Because isn't this true? When you're around someone that's confident, that feels comfortable in their own skin, don't you like shift? It's that energy, right? It's that vibration level that they bring and your your energy goes and rises up to meet it. Because that's what you do. You send out this vibration and this energy that's like addicting and attractive and people want to talk to you. And now remember that your reticular activating system is going to kick in. It is going to say too much 
This is too new. I can't handle it. Let's go back to the safe spot. And that's where it's going to kick you back to the shoulds. The shoulds, the can'ts, the musts. That's where it's going to take you back to. But if you know that ahead of time, if you know, okay, I'm going to try to practice this new skill of self-acceptance and confidence, but that's probably going to be hard at first, and it's going to take some practice, and I'm probably going to get kicked back to these shoulds. And that's why I love having them listed out so that you can go back and you're like, oh, yep, there's that one. Yep, there's that belief. Yep, yep, that's the lie. There it is. And the quicker that you can make that connection and recognize what's happening, the faster you can transcend that. As soon as I start to get doubts about whether I'm being too much, if I'm talking too much, like even right now, we're 28 minutes into this podcast and I try to keep them at 20 minutes. And I'm like, am I talking too much? But you know what? I'm not. That's my That's my little limit right there saying, Kim, you're being too much. But this is important stuff that we're talking about, and I believe that you need to hear it. If you're still listening, you probably agree. But what would happen if I was like, oop, okay, well, we've gone a little bit over, so we're going to cut it there. Like, you're being cheated. You're being cheated out of of this knowledge and this application, and I don't want to do that. But what are you cutting other people out of? What are people not getting because you are shortchanging yourself by believing the shoulds and not stepping into self-acceptance and self-appreciation? What are people missing out on? What are you missing out on? What is your family missing out on? You being you is the most beautiful gift that you can give yourself, your family, your friends, and our world. It is beautiful. And my dream and vision is that all women would rise up and step into their confidence so that they can be captivatingly confident because that is what you were created to be. All women, I I, I keep it to women because that's what we're focused on. All women were created to be captivatingly confident. Have you ever seen a little girl? She's captivating from like birth until like whenever life happens and her sparkle gets dimmed and the doubts creep in and the shoulds. She learns the shoulds. That's what happens. And it happens to us all. I want you to know that nobody's exempt from this. It happens to everyone. But your choice now is whether you choose to be aware of it And you choose to process it and let go of what is not serving you and stepping into who you are. And be proud of yourself. This is hard work. Can you imagine if nobody struggled with confidence and we were all just like walking around like, I am amazing and so are you. Like our world would be so different. It'd be so different. It'd be so good. I am thrilled for what the future holds. It is an incredible time to be a woman. Yeah, yeah, sisterhood, here we are. (laughs) I'm not a feminist at all, but I love the idea of women stepping up and being captivatingly confident because I believe it. I believe that it's possible. All right, that truly is enough for me. If you have questions about this, if you want to talk about it, head over to the Captivatingly Confident Facebook group. I would love to have you come join us. Um, I'm always open to feedback about show ideas, topics you want to discuss, uh, what you'd like to hear on the podcast. I'm always open to that and feedback. 
I am loving feedback. And also really quick, if you have a moment and you have iTunes or access to iTunes, if you would drop a rating and a review for the show, that would mean the world to me. Those ratings and reviews are like currency when it comes to getting some of the more time-constricted guests on the show. So if you wouldn't mind doing that for me, that would be amazing. All right, friends, I love you. You are amazing. You are worthy. And I will see you later this week.